Christmas number one rewind, a podcast charting every Christmas number one chart battle ever with Tom Eames. It's Christmas! The Christmas number one is a very British phenomenon, with other nations not really having anything similar. But in these parts, thanks to Slade, Wham, Mariah Carey and co, it has become an institution where a crazy array of artists have battled it out for the coveted spot for over half a century. The concept of the Christmas number one arguably didn't really exist until 1973, when Slade took on Wizard for festive pop supremacy. Since then, countless artists, some human, some not so human, have tried with various levels of success to get the crown. Retroactively, chart gurus then applied the victor of the Christmas number ones to every year since the UK singles chart properly began in 1952. In case you didn't know, to earn the Christmas number one, you have to be announced as the number one single on the week in which Christmas Day lands. Sometimes this might be Christmas Day itself. Saying that, due to the nature of how charts were compiled in the early days and the way in which the charts were announced, the dates as listed by officialcharts.com seem a bit off in certain years at the beginning, but for the sake of clarity, I'm going by what is generally considered the official Christmas number ones as stated by the official charts company. From charity records, X Factor winners, cartoon builders, boy bands, sausage rolls and some actual Christmas songs, I'll be taking you through every single year from 1952 onwards to see who were the victors and what were the surprising songs which missed out. It also serves as a perfect snapshot to not only the changing styles of music, but also the changes in British lifestyles and attitudes over the decades. So let's start at the very beginning with the 1950s. Firstly, a little bit of early chart background. In 1952, The Enemy published the very first of what we now consider the official UK singles chart, composed solely on record sales. Only a top 12 at the time, it was the first time that the public was able to see what was actually the most popular songs each week. It wasn't until February 1969 when the British Market Research Bureau chart was established, so until then there was no official chart or universally accepted source, as various publications and radio stations published their own charts. The official charts company now used the enemy before 10th of March 1960 and record retailer until 1969. Before 1952, Christmas standards emerged in the 30s and 40s, with festive songs being performed by many huge artists of the era, and are still heard every December to this day, including Winter Wonderland, Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight, walking in a winter wonderland. Santa Claus is coming to town. You better watch out, you better not cry. You better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. Let it snow. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. But the fire is so delightful And since we've no place to go Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow And the Christmas song Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose 
biggest of all was Bing Crosby's White Christmas, which would no doubt have been a Christmas number one if such a thing existed in 1942. Just like the ones I used to know. Instead, we'll have to start with 1952, not so much a Christmas chart battle than a look at the very early days of the UK singles chart, as it only started in November. For Christmas week, Bing Crosby was indeed still scoring hits, and his version of Silent Night was at number 8. Silent night. Mantovani released his version of White Christmas, which was at number six. The runner-up in 1952 was American singer Joe Stafford with the ballad You Belong To Me, which will later become the first UK singles chart number one by a female artist. See the pyramids along the night And watch the sunrise on a tropic island But just remember, darling, all the while You But at number one for Christmas in 1952 was also the very first UK number one by Italian crooner Al Martino, who would later have a comeback as Johnny Fontaine in The Godfather. Here in My Heart was at number one for nine weeks in total, including the festive chart. I give 
still only a top 12 in 1953 and it proved to be the year of repetition. Back then it was normal practice for several artists to record the same song, almost in a sort of race to see who will have the definitive hit. Sometimes multiple artists would score big hits at the same time if the song was popular enough. The year before, 13-year-old Jimmy Boyd had a massive festive number one in the States with the first ever version of I Saw Mummy Kissing Santa Claus. By 1953, the song had made its way to the UK and three artists were in the top 12 for Christmas week. Billy Cotton was at number 11. The Jimmy Boyd original was at number 8. And the Beverly Sisters had the highest entry at seven. She didn't see me creep down the stairs to have a peep. She thought that I was tucked up in my bedroom, fast asleep. Pianist Winifred Atwell arguably had the first Christmas party anthem in 1953, as her Let's Have a Party was at number three. The top two entries in 53 were two versions of the same song, both of which were at number one that year. People clearly couldn't get enough of the ballad Answer Me that winter. British singer David Whitfield had one week at number one in November and then had to settle for number two by Christmas week. Answer me, Lord above, just what sin have I been guilty of? Tell me how I came to lose my love. Please answer me, your love. But his American counterpart Frankie Lane took his version to number one for eight weeks including one week where it was judged that both versions were number one at the same time. Plus, of course, the Christmas number one. Answer me, Lord above, just what sin have I been guilty of? Tell me how I came to lose my love. Please answer me, oh Lord. She was mine. Yesterday, I believe that love was here to stay. Won't you tell me where I've gone astray? Please answer me, oh Lord. If she's happier without me, don't tell her I care. But if she still thinks about me, please let her hear my prayer. Let her know I've been true. Send her back so we can start anew. In my sorrow, may I turn to you. Please answer me. Oh Lord. If she's happier without me, don't tell her I care. 
But if she still thinks about me, please let her hear my prayer. Let her know I've been true. Send her back so we can start anew. In my sorrow, may I turn to you. Please answer me. In 1954, the Christmas chart had extended to a top 20, and for Christmas week, the former number one, This Old House, by Rosemary Clooney, was at four. This old house once knew his children, this old house once knew his wife, this old house was home and comfort as they fought the storms of life. This old house once rang with laughter, this old house heard many shouts, now he trembles in the darkness when the lightning walks about. English singer Ronnie Hilton was at three with I Still Believe. I still believe that you're mine and no other. But would you believe it, David Whitfield had to settle for Christmas number two for the second year running. His Italian festive offering Santo Natale was at two. My way of saying Merry Christmas to you. But it was Trinidadian-born Winifred Atwell who became the first black person to have a UK number one single, and her piano medley "Let's Have Another Party" was the Christmas number one for '54.
1955, Winifred Atwell couldn't stop partying as she was at it again, but let's have a ding-dong was at five for Christmas. American Quartet, the four aces, were at three with Love is a Many Splendid Thing. After several years of ballads and crooners, Bill Haley and his Comets sparked a sudden shift in pop music and ushered in a new era of rock and roll and something called Teenagers. Rock Around the Clock was a massive hit in 55, and by Christmas it was at two. festive Christmas number one came in the shape of Christmas Alphabet by English singer Dickie Valentine. Originally by the Maguire sisters the year before, Dickie's version proved more popular and he took the crown. Dickie tragically died aged just 41 in 1971 in a car crash, but he will forever go down as one of the relatively few artists to score a Christmas number one and the first song actually about Christmas no less. C's for the candy trimmed around the Christmas tree H is for the happiness with all the family R is for the reindeer prancing by the window pane I is for the icing on the cake of sweeter sugar cane S is for the stocking on the chimney wall T is for the toys beneath the tree so tall M is for the mistletoe where everyone is kissed A is for the angels who make up the Christmas list S is for old Santa who makes every kid his pet Be good and he'll bring you everything in your Christmas alphabet Capital C is for the candy trimmed around the Christmas tree is for the happiness with all the family R is for the reindeer prancing by the window pane R is for the icing on the cake as sweet as sugar cane S, S is for the stocking on the chimney wall T is for the toys beneath the tree so tall M is for the mistletoe where everyone is kissed A is for the angels who make up the Christmas list S is for old Santa who makes every kid his pet Be good and he'll bring you everything in your Christmas by 1956, the chart had extended to a top 30, but the Christmas chart wasn't the most exciting of all time. However, Dickie Valentine was back, but couldn't quite repeat his success from the year before. His Christmas Island effort was at number 8 in Christmas week. Oh, how'd you like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island? 
How'd you like to spend a holiday away across the sea? Frankie Vaughan was at joint number three that year with Green Door, a song Shaken Stevens took to number one in 81. There's an old piano and a playing hot behind the green door. Don't know what they're doing, but they laugh a lot behind the green door. Wish they'd let me in so I could find out what's behind the green door. And Welsh singer Malcolm Vaughan, their relation to Frankie, was also at three with St. Therese of the Roses. St. Theresa of the Roses, won't you kindly hear my prayer? Give your blessings to my sweetheart and the love that we both Two was Guy Mitchell with Singing the Blues, a song which would get to number one soon after. Well, I never felt more like singing the blues Cause I never thought that I'd ever lose your love, dear Why'd you do me this way? The Christmas number one in 1956 went to Johnny Ray, who was arguably the biggest pop star on the planet at the time. Just Walking in the Rain, originally by the Prisoners, was his second of three chart toppers in the UK. Just a walking in the rain Getting soaking wet Torture in my heart By trying to forget Just a walking in the rain Because my heart still remembers you People come to their windows They always stare at me Shaking their heads in sorrow Just a walking in the rain Thinking how we met And knowing things could change Somehow I can't forget Walking in the 
I can't forget <laughs> 1957's Christmas chart saw Winifred Atwell trying again and this time she said let's have a ball and was at number 8 for Christmas week. Brothers were at three with rock and roll classic Wake Up Little Susie. Wake up, little Susie, wake up. Wake up, little Susie, wake up. And number two that year was Johnny Otis and Marie Adams with Ma, He's Making Eyes at Me. Number one was the first truly classic festive song to grab a Christmas number one. Mary's Boy Child was written as a Christmas song with a calypso rhythm by Jester Hairston in 1956. And when Harry Belafonte, the king of calypso, heard it, he got permission to record it and scored a massive hit a year later. Belafonte became the first black male artist to have a UK number one single, and it was also the first song over four minutes long to go to number one. Long time ago in Bethlehem so the Holy Bible say Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ Was born on Christmas Day Hark now hear the angels sing A new king born today And man will live Forevermore Because of Christmas Day While shepherds watch their flock by night Them see a bright new shining star Them hear a choir sing the music seemed to come from afar Now Joseph and his wife Mary Come to Bethlehem that night Them find no place to born she child Not a single room was in sight Hark now hear the angels sing A new king born today And man will live forevermore Because of Christmas Day By and by them find a little nook in a stable all forlorn And in a manger cold and dark Mary's little boy was born Hark now hear the angels sing A new king born today And man will live forevermore because of 
1958, Johnny Mathis released his highly popular Merry Christmas album, but the single Winter Wonderland only reached number 25 for Christmas in the UK. He'd fare far better a couple of decades later. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking in the winter wonderland. Gone. At three was Lonnie Donegan's version of the nice and cheery death anthem, Tom Dooley. Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. Hang down your head and cry. Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. Oh boy, you gonna die. And at two was Hootsmon by Lord Rockingham's Eleven, showing the kind of novelty record we come to know and love in the charts at this time of year. But number one that year went to American country singer Conway Twitty with its only make-believe, which was a massive hit around the world in 58. People see us everywhere They think you really care But myself I can't deceive I know it's only For the final Christmas chart of the decade, Jingle Bell Rock made an appearance. However, the more famous version by Bobby Helms didn't enter the UK Top 40 until 2019 via streaming. Instead, it was a cover by English entertainer Max Bygraves, which was at number 11 for Christmas. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock Jingle Bell Swing and Jingle Bells Ring Snowing and blowing up the shoes of fun Now the Jingle Hop has begun at three was Neil Sedaka's Ode to Carol King, Oh Carol. Oh Carol, 
Candidate number two was former number one, What Do You Want? by Adam Faith. But the Christmas number one went to the similarly titled What Do You Want To Make Those Eyes At Me For? by Emil Ford and the Checkmates. Originally a song composed back in 1916, St. Lucia-born Emil Ford recorded a doo-wop rock and roll version and took it to number one. Emil became the first British black artist to sell over a million copies with the song. What do you wanna make those eyes at me for? If they don't mean what they say They make me glad, they make me sad So that's it for the 1950s, not quite the bonkers journey we'll find ourselves in with future decades, but the Christmas number one seeds were planted, with a couple of festive favourites, party hits, emotional ballads and some oddities thrown in. Join me next time for the 1960s, where we enter the era of novelty hits and the Fab Fours takeover. over.